Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of The Mystical Matchmaker with me, Marla Martinson. I'm so happy to have you here while we talk about love, finding your soulmate, and getting ready for Valentine's Day. I encourage you to go to my website, marlamartinson.com, and pick up your free self-love guided meditation and ebook with affirmations that will catapults you into the stratosphere of loving yourself and finding love. Well, today I have a special guest. Her name is Susan Allen. She is not only an amazing coach, but she's a dear friend of mine. She's a remarkable dating and marriage coach who works with individuals and couples around the world. And today we will be talking about how you can find your Valentine's Day hottie. Susan's Pro Dating Program teaches you how to use online dating and every other option to find great people to date, unless you're a candidate for my own matchmaking service. And whether you're looking for a lot of hot dates or if you're ready to find the one fabulous partner, these are the skills that you need. Susan offers a complimentary one-hour private telephone session so that everyone can transform their lives, their partnerships, and their future. So you're going to want to uh, get a hold of her and we'll tell you how. And Susan says if you do 100% of what works and 0% of what doesn't, you can have the life you dream about. So Susan, hello. Hi, how are you? Fantastic. Thanks for being with me today. I'm thrilled to. No place I would rather be than with you, Marla. Uh, we have and your so guests. much fun together. Thank you, thank you. And you know, we've we've had so much success together um over the past uh, year, year and a half. How many clients uh, of mine that you've helped and I mean yeah. dozens and dozens that that, that you just yeah. the um the uh, what do you call it? The the success success stories that that are happening here, whether it's with love, uh, finding the right person, or even work and, and jobs. I've had sent you people who needed help and lost a job, and you've got them all uh, set up and ready straightened to go out. And, and straightened <laughs> out. I mean, you know, right. with the economy up and down, you you've got to have skills, and you you are fantastic. So also, you know, to find the right person, you guys, and we're gonna talk about that you want to have your life straightened out you want to be happy in your work in your life in your body and and all of that and be happy so um so susan i want to you know we're coming up to that big day as as a professional cupid this is my you know february is the month of love for me it's always so exciting and uh how do you so i'll start off with the first question how do you nail someone down to a big event like valentine's day when you've just met them because we're coming up on it and guys kind of get skittish sometimes right about this big day well 
if you are fabulous, he's asking you out on Valentine's Day unless you appear unapproachable. But if you've gone out with a guy a couple of times, and I have a client right now uh, in Northern California who is just a delightful, lovely, intelligent woman. She has a career. She's got some issues, which is why she's working with me. But, you know, mostly all systems are go. And so if she shows up as her best self on a date, that guy is going to ask her out for New Year's or Valentine's Day. It's a natural evolution. If, however, you're up in your head, you didn't make an effort on the last date, or you didn't make enough of an effort on the last date, or it's all about you, or any of the different things that you know perfectly well don't work, then why would he ask you out on a Valentine's Day date? So again, you have to do what works. And my advice to women who are looking for a boyfriend, a Valentine's date, a husband, etc., are when you go on a date, your job is to be the most fabulous version of you you can possibly be. And don't think about whether he's good enough for you or not. Don't think about that. Just show up being your most fabulous you and force yourself to stay in that state all evening or all day. And then when you do that, automatically you are the person he wants to ask out the next time, even if it's a major event like Valentine's Day. Right. Now, I had a, I, I think we might have spoken about this at one point. Excuse me. <coughs> I've, I caught that cold that's going around the country. Okay. Oh so, no, uh, I had honey. A, <laughs> I'm I'm on the mend. I'm on the mend, and uh, it's nice that I can do do the the show right from my cozy little office here at home with my hot tea. So so I had a, a girlfriend who was talking to me recently about uh, she got up, she had broken up. She'd been with the guys for years. Got back out on the dating scene. Now this gal is super vivacious. She's the life of the party. She's done stand-up comedy. She sings in bands. She's the the leader. She's fun to be with. She's the gal that you always want to, you know, have going out and stuff. She's just wonderful. And she went on a date, and she they went out to dinner, and uh, she met the guy online, and uh, she she knows a lot of people in her town, and so there they are. She's looking, you know, fabulous, and but she's everybody's coming up to her, uh, and then she's talking to everyone. She's the life of the place. And that she Uh-oh. said she, he didn't he, yeah, he didn't call her he didn't call her again and she says no you know, neither I would I date, neither would and I it was and she said it was fabulous for him it was a fantastic date for him I can't imagine why he wouldn't call me back I was just incredible on the date so what went wrong there well obviously when you are clear about who your audience is you adjust your behaviors like public speaking or any other important moment in your life. If your audience is someone who loves being swept up in the life of the party and doesn't Mm -hmm. care that he doesn't get any one-on-one time with you, that's fine. Mm. However, most people don't have that priority. Most people who go on a date don't want you to handle yourself that way. In fact, I have a client who is a very famous personality, and she lives in a small town, and she's very adept at letting her fans know that this is a private evening with her boyfriend. 
She'll smile. Mm-hmm. She won't sign mm-hmm. autographs. And mm-hmm. she's very, very clear about meeting his needs. And so what you're telling me about your friend is she's probably a wonderful performer and she's probably a lovely, fun person, but I wouldn't want to be in a one-on-one relationship with her because that's not something she's able to do. Okay. So uh, she could have a session with you and then get, uh, get in <laughs> that's, that's there. Right. Yeah. That's right. Because if she's looking for a lifelong intimate relationship with her perfect life partner, which are terms I've developed to describe what most women tell me they want. So lifelong, you know, got to make some adjustments in her behavior. Or she could be with a guy, she could find a guy and look for a guy and seek a Mm -hmm. guy who is very, very quiet, has nothing much to say, and mm-hmm. just wants to be listening to her and then maybe goes to work all day and is, you know, maybe an accountant. So doesn't have okay. a lot of words, is a numbers guy. That would be someone who would be an audience for her. All right. Now, getting back to Valentine's Day, I remember when I was dating a guy uh, for a few months, it was a long-term, a long, not long-term, a long-distance relationship, and uh, we'd met, like, in – September, October, and then by, you know, Valentine's was coming, and and he said, right on the phone, he says, I hate Valentine's Day, and and I was like, oh, no, and I thought, I'm not even getting yeah. a card, a, a nothing, but how should, should someone hint at Valentine's Day, or how should they bring up the subject, or should they? Well, I, I, I don't believe in hinting. You know, Mm -hmm. if I'm in a relationship with someone, and you know, I had 16 marriage proposals in my life. So Mm -hmm. everyone listening, you really want to hear that what I'm saying isn't fantasy. I had 16 marriage proposals Mm -hmm. in my life. And I could have had a lot more if I uh, didn't immediately indicate to people that, you know, this is not happening. (laughs) So when I say that something is a good idea or a bad idea, please know I could go on for hours with countless examples, right? So Mm -hmm. you don't hint. You make a request. If somebody is supposedly caring about you, not about sex with you, not about your breasts, not about your beautiful long legs, but you. So if somebody Mm -hmm. theoretically cares about you, then he cares about what you care about. So he may not enjoy Valentine's Day. That would never stop me from saying, You know, Bob, I can totally understand so many men feel so pressured about Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day. You know, they feel they have to do certain things. They feel they have to, you know, buy me, do me, take me on Valentine's Day so they don't have the ability to do what they want to do when they want to do it from their heart. And, Bob, is Mm -hmm. that how you feel? And he would probably say yes. And you'd talk about Bob's feelings and Bob's needs for a while. And then you Mm -hmm. would get to the moment where you could say, um, would you be willing to hear something that's really important to me? Mm -hmm. And if you don't get a clear yes, then you need to date somebody else right away. Right. And if he does say, yes, I do want to hear Marla, what's what's important to you? You say, well, Valentine's Day, of course, is just one day out of the year when someone can share affection. And, you know, I'm a very affectionate person, so I feel affection all the time. But it would mean a lot to me, Bob, if on Valentine's Day we could be in the same city and we could have a wonderful time together 
and have a wonderful evening. It would mean a lot to me. So is that something that we could do? Question mark. Mm-hmm. And then he'll tell you. And again, you know, you're looking for your perfect life partner. You're not just looking for a hot Valentine's Day. However, right. if Valentine's Day is important to you as it certainly is to me and you, then, you know, if if this guy isn't even cooperative, then you've learned something. And, of course, if it's that important to you, you can fly to his city or come to his mm-hmm. house or invite mm-hmm. him out to dinner or bring him dinner or any of the things that women can do. They don't have to just be on the receiving end, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. And and um, dating, well, a person, guys are listening, is dating a lot of other people. Uh, should you keep it going, or should you just give up, give up fast and look for someone else? What, what you know? I I, ha- I get a lot of questions like that because uh, yeah, a woman will sure. be dating it a guy. On, and, yeah, they're they're yeah. dating around and. But it depends. Okay. Are you a young, uh-huh. beautiful woman in your twenties, thirties, or early forties, where you can get fifty men just by going out to the local mall? Right. If that's <laughs> what you look like, yeah. if that's what you've got going for you. No, of course not. A guy gets one shot with you at that point in your life, and if he doesn't immediately sign on, then he's a player. You don't need him. However, what if you're in your 50s, 60s, or older? Know that Mm -hmm. there are so few men because they've died off by now at that age. So at that age, you are in a marathon. So your job in a marathon is to keep running, and to get to the front of the line and get to the front of the line and win the race, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a very yeah. different thing. And what you see in the way I operate and what I teach my clients to do is logically analyze the situation. A lot of people don't have that capability, and they are in big trouble because of it. Surviving life requires mm-hmm. that you can logically analyze the situation either you're in and you're enjoying and you want it to get better, or if you have a goal, a big goal, and you want to reach it, why am I so successful in teaching my clients to be uber successful? Because I mm-hmm. teach them how to identify the goals that they have, yeah. and I, you know, then I offer them the skills so they get there. And the same thing is right. true. If you are dating a guy, you probably want him to be monogamous, so you need to identify that. Mm-hmm. But you can't identify it based on whether he's just dating you or or dating a bunch of people because it has a lot to do with age, desirability, and a lot of other factors. Right. And and um, what what do you you know? It's it's true. The older gals, it gets a, it gets tougher because the guys, so many of them, still think or want to date ten, twenty years younger. And um, what what to get an edge, if, you know, if you're 50 plus and you want to meet someone, your husband died, you've never been married, you're divorced, that you really want to find that soulmate, um, what do you suggest uh, being that, you know, you know at that, that point, we, yeah, at that, I mean, at that point, it's all about how you look. Because presumably by a certain age, you'd have a career, you have mm-hmm. some accomplishments, You've got your feet on the ground. The children are out of the house if you've had them. You've got Mm -hmm. life skills. So now what it takes to get a guy 
and I've helped a lot of older women. I have a just spoke this morning. I spoke to a woman who's in her late 60s, and she's been married for about six years now to a guy who didn't even want to date her when I started working with her. And he's a Ooh. fabulous man, and they have a phenomenal lifestyle. So she learned all those skills, as she'll tell you from me. I, you know, she called me this morning. And, 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 and how can, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go no, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say that she learned all these fabulous skills from you. Let's just so that they can have an hour uh, free consultation Beautiful. with you or a free session. Thanks. Thank you. Yes. So I'd be delighted to give each and every one of you a free one-hour telephone consultation. My cell phone is 818-314-1200, 818-314-1200. And if you're calling from outside the United States, then you can also use WhatsApp and you can find me through that cell phone. And the website is heartspacesolutionsplural.com, heartspacesolutions.com. You'll find a page for yeah. dating, a page for marriage, and even one for divorce. And on my website, marlamartinson.com, under Work With Me, there's a free training. It's under the heading Free Training, and Susan and I did spent a wonderful day together in Santa Barbara in the studio and did a one-hour free training for, for ladies called How to Marry a Billionaire. And then I put the tagline, or just a great guy, because you don't have to go after a billionaire, but it's chock full of wonderful uh, tips and, and um, strategies, so you can just go there and check that out and uh, with that when you when you sign up to see it for free you can also there's a uh, place where you can sign up to have that free one-hour session with Susan and she is great I did many sessions with Susan myself and uh, made such a big difference in my relationship so so thank you thank you thank you so for women uh you know 45 50 60 plus it's it's basically about keeping yourself in shape and fresh looking and energetic uh, sounds like because men are visual and so they're going to want to like what they see to want to get to know you further. Now there's another aspect which is magnetism. Yeah. You have to be able to turn on magnetism. Magnetism Mm. is a synonym for star quality. Mm -hmm. If you've known as many movie stars as I have, and you've spent as much time with them as I have, you know that they turn it on and turn it off. You have to be able to turn it on. It takes practice. You look in the mirror. You tell yourself how beautiful you are because everyone has their own beauty. And you say it out loud, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. And you work this through so that you are actually established in your own self-confidence and beauty. And I teach a lot more about this, more than we have time to go into right now. But when you do that, and then you go out, you can go anywhere. You can go to Starbucks. You can go to any store in the world, any restaurant. You're going to go with a completely different approach. And Make sure you've had your nails done. Make sure you've had your hair done. Make sure you've done your makeup. Make sure you're wearing the most flattering clothing you can. And I recommend 
solid colors, not prints, not stripes, not plaids. You want to show mm-hmm. you, not the clothes. It is so much more effective when you do that exercise in front of the mirror first and you work on your personal magnetism and then you go out there and offer yourself to the world and you will find you're getting a lot more attention no matter what your age. Well, you know, I, I'm Turner. You know, I was one of the, in my 20s and 30s, uh, when I'd walk in a room, people would, I, I always got a lot of attention. Of course, after, uh, once I got in the 40s, I became invisible, but that was okay because I was married, so I wasn't looking for attention, uh, you know, anymore, but I noticed it. And I notice even now, though, when I go out and about town, I'm often, <clears throat> whatever, in my yoga pants because I work from home, then I go work out, walk the dog, so maybe I'll have you know, my hair back and a headband, this, that. And, and then the days that I do on occasion, I'm going somewhere, I've got my hair down and done, makeup, uh, my, my knee-high boots and jeans and look cute. I, the attention I get, even now, people will smile, uh, they'll look, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. It, it's, it is. You bet. It's so interesting, that difference. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm here. You know, otherwise you could feel like you have an invisibility cloak, like in Harry Potter, you know, <laughs> walking mm-hmm. around. So, and, and I wanted to tell a little story about this. You do. This, <laughs> this gal that I used to match up, we'll call her uh, Jane. Jane uh, was around 50, and she was always uh, looking spectacular. I mean, Jane's whole you know, motive in life was looking great, living a great lifestyle. Her, she went over the top, like her house, her just room for her. She had a whole room for shoes and bags, not just a closet, but a whole like, room. But, you know, but anyway, um, and she, she scared men off because um, even the wealth. Well, you know, anyone, with, well, Anyone who's well, got a room for shoes and bags is the least desirable person for a man because they're right. smart enough to know that eventually they're going to have to replace all those shoes and bags with new models. Yes, yes. They'd say, I, even though I have a lot of money, I think she'd my bank account. So, But the one thing that this Jane did, that she, she was married a few times, she, men would just melt. I mean, later they would say, um, this isn't going to work because of her spending habits. But from the get-go... She was getting marriage proposals on the first date, and I asked uh, some of the men, a uh, couple of the men, what is it about her? And they said, Marla, she makes me feel like I'm the only man in the world. Uh, the, the warmth, the, the attention when they speak, the, it wasn't like you had said, don't be all about yourself. A lot of the ladies, the feedback I get is they use the dates as a therapy session to complain uh, to kvetch, what, you know, what's going on in their life. And uh, not Jane. She was all about the guy and warm and cozy. Well, let's and talk about so how I got two, let's, let's talk about how I got two marriage proposals on first dates. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. that is a very important topic. It is not complicated. Mm-hmm. You have to be what he's looking for. And mm-hmm. he has to be looking. Right. For a wife. So if you go out with 100 men and 99 of them are not looking for a wife, and the 100th is, he's your only real opportunity. Now, you may want to stick around and massage the other 99, but the real opportunity is the 100th guy who's looking for a wife. So when you're looking for a husband, you have to be sure that you're smart enough 
to look for a man who's looking for a wife right now. No kidding around. I can talk to you about hearts and flowers for the next 40 years. But today what I'm talking to you about is what works. And these are the facts. You get a guy when he's ready for a wife and you've already got a 50% better chance of getting a marriage proposal. Then you show up on that date being what he's looking for for a wife. So I was a beautiful woman and I was always meticulous in my appearance and I was always fun to be with and intelligent and a good listener and sweet and well-mannered and all the stuff that our moms taught us to be. Mm-hmm. And, the, and on top of it, if you've got as much sex appeal as I have had when I felt it and wanted to have it, boom, you get a marriage proposal. Okay, a crucial question. How do you know that the guy is looking for a wife? Because men will say anything to get a lady in bed. He's, he's always going to say he's looking for a relationship, right? He, how do you really know? Or, is, or maybe you don't. Well, it's you a just... skill set. You, no, no, okay. honey, it's all skills. Everything okay. that I am talking about, I have skills so that you who are listening can learn how to do it. So you if somebody finesse. says, I'm looking finesse. for a relationship... <laughs> Then exactly. The word is finesse. It's learning a skill set called finessing. Thank you. So if Bob, let's say, is on the phone with you and you're debating whether you want to spend any time with Bob, and remember, there are 8 billion of us on the planet, so you have Mm -hmm. to be very clear about who Bob is. You have to know his last name, for starters. You have to look Mm -hmm. him up on social media and LinkedIn, number two. You've got to really check to see if the things he says about himself even have a chance of being accurate. You know, mm-hmm. I have people who told me, oh, I have this guy, and he's the, you know, actually somebody that you and I both know, Marlo, who told me, oh, this guy, and he's the head of uh, haha, the financial director of something, something, something for an international mm-hmm. company. I said, how old is he? Yeah. He's 38. I said, never happened. She said, what do you mean? I said, it's never going to happen that a 38-year-old man is the financial director of an international company. We're talking about billions and billions of dollars. Never happens. Not going to happen. Even Warren Buffett, the smartest financial guy in the United States at at 38 years old, wasn't that smart. And she gives me a whole song and dance. I said, well, let's just go to the website. So let's find him on the website. If he is that person, then he's going to be the number two person in the company internationally. And, of course, the man is not on any of the websites. Oh, she says, well, maybe it's for the regional office. I said, maybe that's (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about the difference between somebody having a million-dollar-plus-per-year income Mm – Mm-hmm. Or somebody having maybe a hundred thousand dollar a year income. So there's a difference in how available he is. There's a difference in how interesting he is. There's a difference in how you have to handle yourself. You know, you have to use a lot of logic and analysis in order to be brilliantly successful in this day and age, because there are so many fabulous women now. 
And that's the big so, thing that women have to learn. Mm-hmm. So, so we're coming to the end here, the last uh, minute and a half. But, Susan, tell your phone number again so that people can get in touch with you and have a free one-hour session, which you are going to love, you guys. You're going to love, and there's no obligation, no hard selling. Just have a wonderful session with Susan and, and see what changes. So what's your phone number? Thank you. It is 818-314-1200, 818-314-1200. And the website is HeartSpace solutions with an s at the end dot com heartspace solutions dot com and i am susan allen a l l a n so if you want to google me it's all over the web if you spell my name a l l a n that's right and go to my website marla martinson.com and get your free gift and uh oh and on amazon i have a short story called amateur night and it's only 99 cents if you're looking for a good quick read you've got to get it it's the story of when i was a waitress in chicago and single on one fateful valentine's night and what happened it's it's hilarious so uh i look forward to meeting again and thank you susan much love to you all and uh happy dating everybody bye now with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 